Have you ever been told to just step into it? Just step into the next thing. Just go ahead and step right into that. And you're thinking to yourself, well, what am I doing? What does that mean? What do I step into? Joshua stepped into some stuff, and this is his journey. Now on to the intro. school of life he is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain you know it is 100 <laughs> all right here i am it's i forgot to unmute my mic here i am it's me talking about something how you guys doing today i hope last week was good i hope you maybe checked out the zombie rules and uh, if you haven't listened to last week's go ahead go listen to that i got 90 something other episodes available go listen to whatever you want i got all kinds of stuff um <laughs> so today i'm gonna talk about uh well let's get on the, let's do the, the gotta do the business first uh, if you're watching me on youtube right now feel free to hit the like button hit the subscribe button somewhere over here and then ring the bell so ring the bell over there the little logo is gonna pop up right about here if it hasn't already so go, go do that stuff. If you're watching on Facebook or listening to the podcast on Facebook, uh, make sure to like and share. And of course, like and share anything on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or anywhere you hear a podcast, I am probably there. So make sure to go check out 100% Richard on your favorite podcast or go to 100richard.com and just click on something and something will happen. <laughs> So I, I opened this up today talking about stepping into something. Now, I've been told several times, well, just step into it. It's whatever the next level is, just step into it. So, you know, yeah, you some, some, maybe we've been told this, this common church phrase, step in. Well, what does that mean? And is it that simple? Do you just step into stuff? Well, it depends on the leadership of your church. If you're starting your own church, you just step into this, whatever it is that you're, you're plan, you plan on doing. If you want to step into something at a church that has a process or a program in place, you might want to go through that process or program in order to step into the thing that you believe God has for you to do. And your pastor or whoever's in leadership that, that you know, is on the same page as you in the process. So... Yeah, I, I don't think we just step into things without any kind of plan or knowledge. Um, that makes things kind of rough, you know. I mean, it, it is hard to do things without a strategy. So you have to have something in place or you have to have followed somebody. You've had to have done something to put yourself into position in order to do the thing that God has you has planned for you to do. Unless it is totally a brand new thing. If God said, this is a brand new thing, nobody else has ever done it before, and you're the only one, then you're going to figure out how to do that. But you're probably going to look for things that are similar of what God is calling you to do, and then step in according to those things, and then make it the thing that God had for it to be. He will transition you into the place. So I'm going to actually look at something kind of interesting because Joshua in the Bible, you know that dude Joshua, he hung out with Moses in the desert. Um, he didn't just suddenly become the leader. You know, when Moses died, you can go to that verse directly and say, Moses died, Joshua took over, and they crossed the promised land. <laughs> that makes it look like one day he woke up and went, oh, I'm next? <laughs> 
But that's not how it happened. So I want to look at some stuff specifically the way Joshua did things um, because Joshua did not just jump into a leadership role for the Israelites. He first followed the leader that came before him. So if you have something to step into, you might want to follow a leader that has come before you. Get attached to somebody. Watch this. Joshua chose chose to follow. Joshua was Moses' assistant. He followed Moses to the top of the mountain. He was in the tent with Moses. And when he when Moses spoke to God as a friend, watch this. This is Exodus. So you know I got to have this stuff. So Exodus 24, uh, 12 through 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and be there. And I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments, which I have written, and you may teach them. So Moses arose with his assistant, Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. So Joshua actually tagged along with Moses. He wasn't just, he didn't stay at the bottom of the mountain and stare up. He, he went along with Moses. Now watch this. This is verses, third, this is chapter 33, 7 through 11. This is the tent. Uh, Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that whoever sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. So all the men stood at their tent door and watched Moses. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked to Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose and worshipped each man at his tent door. So everybody else was separated from this. They stayed at their tent. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, and, and he would return to the camp, but his servant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. So here's Joshua. He wants to be in the presence of God. He wants to spend time with God. He knows he has something in his future, and he knows that he has something that he has to do. And in, deep down inside of him, he may not have been told that, but he knows deep down inside of him, he's got something that he has to do. So he is spending time, not just with leadership, but he's spending time in the remnant residence or residue of God after it leaves the tabernacle. So he's actually been sitting outside the tabernacle the whole time because watch this, and he would return to the camp. So Moses, he spoke to Moses, and he, Moses, would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, the young man, did not depart from the tabernacle, which means that he was there while he was speaking. So he did not stand at his tent door like everybody else did. He actually was like sneaking, I'm going to say sneaking around. He, he, was, he wanted to be in the presence of God so bad, he would hang out at the tabernacle tent with Moses and God. And then when God would, the pillar would go away and Moses would go back to the camp because this was a separate tent, Joshua would sit there in the residue or the presence of God that was still there and he would meditate. He would be there. So Joshua didn't leave when the glory of God left. He stayed and absorbed and hung out in the presence of God. I believe that when Moses was speaking to God, Joshua also was listening the whole conversation because he never left the tent. So when so God's talking to Moses just like a friend. Hey, dude, how's it going? I don't know, you know, 
talking to all these folks today, walking through the desert, you know, he's all, oh, yeah, well, I got your back. I'm a pillar of fire and I'm a pillar of cloud. I got, you know, and Joshua's sitting there going, man, this is some cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded like Macho Man never. <laughs> so therefore, when the time came for Joshua to accompany Moses up the hill, he was already ready for the task at hand. So he spent time with God. When you spend time in the presence of God, you will be ready for next level leading. The leading of people into their future, you see it was with, was Joshua that will eventually lead the Israelites. He's the one that actually takes them into the promised land. He's the one that, that walks across with the tabernacle, or not with the tabernacle, but with the, the Ark of the Covenant. They put it down in the water, and the water dries up, and they walk across into the promised land. And he was even one of the 12 spies that came back and said, we can take them, you know? So we have to have this, this understanding that Joshua was willing to do stuff sit on his own without asking questions. He just, I'm going to go sit outside the tent. And he also did things like the task at hand. Well, we need somebody to beat up some folks. <laughs> just go get Joshua. He'll do it. <laughs> Joshua accepted any task. Watch this. So Exodus chapter 17. This is uh, 10 through 13. So Joshua did as Moses said to him. Just that sentence alone. So Joshua did as Moses said to him. So Moses said, hey, I need you to fight the um, Amalek. I need you to fight with Amalek. And he said, okay. <laughs> and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up on the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hands that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. And so here's Moses on top of the hill. If he's up, got his hands up, if he's praising God, right? And if he's got the, he's doing this. Right? Well, I guess you can't see it if you're listening, but he's got his hands up. And whenever his hands would fall or falter, um, there would be issues. So watch this. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands. So he's got helpers up there, one on one on one side and one on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Joshua was committed and willing to finish the task that were placed before him, no matter what people would say or how the work appeared to be doing. So whenever Moses' hands came down, that was a time that, that they were losing the battle. They were having issues in the battle. The strength of Moses and those who kept his hands lifted up to heaven, and, 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 and it depended on Joshua's ability to follow Moses' instruction until the battle was won. So you have to watch this for a second. He looks up there. If Joshua stops to look up and go, oh, my goodness, Moses' hands are down. We're going to get our booty creamed. We're going to get beat up. We're going to get. We're gonna be losing. I don't think Joshua did that. I think Joshua just continued to fight. And, oh, they're beating us up. He doesn't know what's going on over here. So he just continued to do the task at hand. Joshua learned faith instead of fear. I'm not going to – if I look up there, I'm going to know. If I see what's going on down here, I'm just going to continue to fight. Over and over, people always gave Moses a hard time. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you if you go read Exodus and you read Numbers and you read all, all the stuff that's going on um, during that time frame, they're like, oh, Moses, we should go back. Blah, 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 blah. We need water. We need food. We need blah. a bunch of whinies, right? <laughs> and they actually wanted to kill him. And revolt against him several times. They even built a second god. You know, they built the, the, the golden calf. 
But Joshua had learned from Moses' example and always saw how God honored Moses' faith and protected him. And we see that with the 12 spies. 10 of them said, this place ain't for us. There's a bunch of giants. We're going to die. And Caleb and Joshua both said, uh, we can take them. You know, there's there's a difference there. No, this is this is the, that. So no, Numbers 14, 1 through 9. All the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. Here's this. All this is how this happens. And the whole congregation said, if only we had died in the land of Egypt. So this is them whining and crying. Or if only we had died in the wilderness. <laughs> Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? That, that our wives and children should become victims. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people talk about what the what the Israelites actually did. They, it's the Ten Commandments. Lightning, thunder, burning bush. You know, look at how awesome Moses was. Man, he had to deal with some folks, right? Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephaniah, that dude who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then we will bring us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. But they believed the ten over the two. Joshua's faith in God is built from following Moses. Is when it became time to lead the people, a portion of Moses' anointing was placed on Joshua. This is him stepping into the process. So here's the process of Joshua. I'm going to hang out in the tent or outside the tent. I'm going to sit in the glory of God as best as I can. I'm going to sit with him. I'm going to spend time with him as best as I can. Not from afar. I'm going to be in the front row I'm going to sit where I need to sit. I'm going to be on stage with the person if I have to. I'm going to bring him the pastor his Bible. I'm going to I'm going to take care of the people around him and I'm going to do what it takes for me to do. I'm going to follow him up the mountain and sit with him and be a part of what he has to do. I'm going to learn everything I possibly can before it is my turn. So here's Deuteronomy 34 7 through 9. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were, were not dim, nor his natural vigor diminished. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses ended. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands on him. So here's the laying on of hands in the Old Testament. So the children of Israel heeded him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. Joshua takes the lead because he has spent time with a faithful leader that spent time with with God. Joshua followed Moses and in the process followed God, which developed his faith and ability to become all in, became all in when the time came for him to step out and step in to his full God-developed potential. To where God tells Joshua, Joshua, it is your turn now. It's your time to take the, the, the people to the promised land. No man shall stand against you. As I was with Moses, I will also be with you. Joshua 1.5. As the word continues in verse 9, God tells Joshua, here's verse 9, Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you 
go. For the Lord God is with you wherever you go. Joshua stepped in. He was willing to do what it takes to be a follower of God, to live a life for Christ, and he put in his best. He put in his absolute best. He did everything it took to go to the next level. He didn't. He basically just said, you know, hey, this is how this functions. I want to be like Moses. I want to be a leader. I want to be the person that takes over. And maybe he wasn't even thinking that, but he knew that he had something down inside of him that he was going to step into later in the future. And he did whatever it took to become that person. Now think he was in the desert for a very long time. So does this happen overnight? Sometimes? No. Sometimes? Yes. (laughs) For Joshua, it took a very long time. Moses had to guide him out. He had to learn from Moses. He went up with Moses, got the Ten Commandments. He he sat at the tent of, the, the tent of meeting outside the outside the camp, spent time with God, and he hung out in the presence of God and with the leader to learn and absorb all that he could. And then when it was his time, Joshua took over and took them into the promised land. And that's how we step in to the next thing. Right on, right on. <laughs>